0: The following program is sponsored by Fairly Spiritual on KCIS. Hey everybody, it's Doug Bursch and you're listening to the Fairly Spiritual Show. So uh, I had this show all outlined what I was going to talk about. I was going to talk about masculinity because I... Oh, there was a bunch of talk about it on Twitter and what masculinity is and Christian masculinity. and And then something happened and I'm just going to talk about something else. You know what? I just think we're spending our life focusing in on the wrong things. And if we just focus in on what matters, we could change the world. We're going to talk about that on today's Fairly Spiritual Show. Nothing. you for joining the show. This is The Fairly Spiritual Show. I am Pastor Doug Bursch. If you'd like to respond to the show, I haven't even done anything yet, but if you want to respond, here's the text, 360-818-4513. 360-818-4513. Jot that down. Maybe later you'll respond. 360-818-4513. You can also go to the website, fairlyspiritual.org. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or SoundCloud. The Fairly Spiritual Show. So, um, you know, I had this whole show outlined about masculinity, and some of you are upset, like, I want you to do that show, but I'm not going to do it. I'll I'll do it some other time. Um, On Twitter, I I guess there's some organization wrote a, you know, one of those articles about the church needs to be more masculine, and Christians are too, men are too feminine, and and that's just a bunch of ridiculousness and so I, I had a show that I thought was pretty good. Uh, but then I, I just had some things happen, uh, just in some ministry life issues. I was talking with my wife about some stuff, and I don't, I don't want to do that show, uh, because I was, I was thinking about this, and, and I'm, I'm just going to throw this out there. I, I struggle with, with doing the radio show, with doing the podcast, with even preaching sermons that often I'm like, what does it even matter? what does it even matter i'll do stuff and I, I don't know if it changes anything that's that's when i'm just kind of fatalistic i'm like why, why do i even do this i mean how does how does it what does it even impact you know i can do something and everybody agrees like even a show on masculinity what will happen is the people who agree with me will be like oh that's great i agree with you and the people who don't agree will send me angry stuff and i i get the fact that every show can have value and and it can change people's hearts and or it can confirm things that god has been saying so I understand that it can have value, but i'm I'm often struggling with the deeper issue of man, what I do, i don't I, I just don't even see the fruit of it sometimes because I've ministered long enough to just see people just not change. And a couple things. I've seen people not change, and I've also seen that the most important thing someone could do to make a radical difference in their life, they've refused to do. I've just seen that. And so. This is what I thought I would focus in on instead. And uh, I, I think it's going to be a little disjointed, but I don't I don't really care. Because so, even if it was a really well-orchestrated, uh, outlined podcast, I still don't know if it would change that many people. Because fundamentally, I don't think it's about having another sermon, another podcast, another well-written book. The reason we don't have change, or one of the main reasons people don't change in this world is we focus on the wrong things and that's what i'd like to focus in on today we focus in on the wrong things we fundamentally give our best energy and our best time and our best resources to the wrong thing and um i was thinking about that you know i was going to focus in on this topic about masculinity because some organization that i don't even follow wrote an article and a bunch of people get upset about the article And so we all spend our time reacting to that article, and we spend our energy on that. But I I don't know if that's what we're supposed to be spending our energy on. So I'm just not going to focus in on that today. I think one of the fundamental reasons people are struggling, one of the fundamental reasons so many families are in chaos, marriages are incredibly unhealthy, families are unhealthy, churches are unhealthy, America is unhealthy, is we focus in on the wrong things. And, and I'm just going to try to articulate this and, and give some examples. One of my frustrations uh, with social media is just the very nature of... There, there's people on social media, and, and I, just, I just know this to be the case. I just know this to be the case. Every day, they're actively engaged with the world's conflicts. They're actively engaged with the trending topics of the world. Let's, let's just pick politics, for instance. I and mean, it doesn't matter what it is. They could be an extreme progressive, an extreme conservative. It d- doesn't matter the issue. It doesn't matter even if they're right or they're wrong. And let's, let's just believe they're totally right, that all their politics are exactly perfect. That God would be like, man, this person... <laughs> God's just... This person has the best politics in the world. Everybody should have this person's politics. And every day, they go online... And they just look for the issues, right? And they're just actively engaged and they're spending their time, you know, writing about what's wrong with what that politician did and what that person said. And they're, today they're actively tweeting about the State of the Union address and, and they're writing their blogs and their posts and they're doing their podcast and they're, you know, building up their mailing list and writing their books and doing their conferences and just spending all their best energy on their political wisdom. They're just spending all their energy, just, you know, they got thousands of followers. People are like, man, I'm so glad you're doing what you're doing. And they're doing all this. And while they're doing this, their marriage is falling apart. While they're doing this, their relationship with their kids is suffering greatly. They're spending all their energy on all these big political things. But the area where they actually should be spending their time, they're not doing anything, or they're hardly doing anything. They've got a, a child that is not doing well, that is heading down a path uh, where it's going to be trouble, where they're not connecting, where this is a problem. And instead of spending their best energy on what's happening in their house, they're spending their best energy on something that's happening in the House of Representatives. And, and that's the problem. That's the problem with that person, and that's the problem with this world. We spend our best energy on the wrong things. And as a pastor, I've seen this over and over again. Even in the church context, I'll see people, they'll come to church every Sunday, they'll go to Bible studies, they'll go to other churches, like they'll, they'll you know, come to our church, and they go to some other church, and they go, I mean, they're the churchiest people in the world. And yet the things that fundamentally have been entrusted to their care their relationship with their children, their relationship with their grandchildren, maybe their relationship with a, a close friend or a neighbor, the people they actually come into contact with on a daily basis, there's brokenness, there's problems that they need to address, and instead of addressing those things, they're just spending their energy on church stuff. Finding another Bible study, another book to read, another thing to champion, you know, whatever it is, some, whatever big issue it is instead of the most important thing, spending their energy on that. You you see, I've seen this. I've ministered long enough to see this. I've seen people who who do all kinds of religious activity, but they never learn to do something like this. They never learn to apologize. The most important thing in their life was they should have learned to apologize. To learn to do that, to learn to just say, I'm sorry, I'm wrong, this is my fault. Without excuse, without defending it, to say, I was wrong. You know, a father to say, I'm wrong, this is this was my bad, I shouldn't have done that, please forgive me. They do all kinds of other things. They They do all kinds of religious things. They're actively involved in crusades and people signing petitions and political agendas, and and they talk about, we need prayer in the school, and we need this and that, we need to bring God back into this, and what's wrong with it, and they have all kinds of opinions, but they never learn to apologize to their children or to their spouse. And I would just say all their activity is meaningless, because they forgot to give their energy to the most important thing in their life, an ability to repent, to repent before God and to repent before their children. They gave their energy to the wrong things. And when I look at it, if I were to just break things down, it, the, the biggest, one of the biggest problems, there's other problems, but one of the biggest problems that I see in the world and in the church is we give our energy to the wrong things. The most important things we don't give our energy towards. We waste our life on stuff that has no value. Right now, people are wasting their lives on things that rust and corrode and fade away. They spend hours and hours and hours working on things that are meaningless. They give their best energy to things, to topics, to news stories, to political agendas that have nothing to do with true transformation. And then the area that is uniquely geared towards their life and to their transformation and to truly changing the world, they give no energy at all, or just lip service. And because of that, their lives remain broken and they produce continual brokenness in every relationship that's been entrusted to their care. We're gonna talk more about this when we come back. All right, today's show is a little different, but I'm just gonna throw it out there. I think it might reach someone. Who knows, this is what we're doing. Hey, if you enjoy uh, the show, I'd love you to go to fairlyspiritual.org and donate. Uh, This is not a show that's going to go on the radio. It's a little bit more personal, but on Fridays, I have a radio show. uh, And if you want to keep that on the air, please donate at fairlyspiritual.org. You can text the show, 360-818-4513, 360-818-4513. And please pick up my book, The Community of God, A Theology of the Church from a Reluctant Pastor. That's The Community of God, A Theology of the Church from a Reluctant Pastor. It's for anyone who knows they're supposed to be in community, but you don't like being hurt by people. You don't enjoy that reality. It'll help you. I wrote it for people like you. So pick it up at Amazon or wherever it's sold, which is at Amazon, The Community of God. Okay, so um, I I changed course today. I I, I just, I don't know how long this podcast is even going to last here. And I know it might be redundant, but when I look at I've done 20-plus years of full-time pastorate, and uh, the problem that I see, when one of the biggest problems for Christians is that we're focusing our energy on the wrong things. I see this with, with the raising of kids. People will spend hours and hours uh, with youth sports with their kids. And we, and we, we did these things. So I'm not talking to some person who's living as a Puritan separate from the rest of the world or some Amish person who doesn't exist in the world. But their kids will be involved in youth sports. They'll be involved in club sports. They'll spend you know hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours helping their son or their daughter play soccer or basketball or volleyball hundreds of hours almost as if it's the most important thing for existing on this planet for years and by the way they'll do this through you know grade school middle school high school because of these sports they'll they'll miss you know all kinds of church services and events they'll structure their entire life and existence around volleyball or basketball or baseball yet they won't give their energy towards what's most important which is learning to communicate as a family to learning to sit down as a family and say we're going to learn how to apologize to each other we're going to learn to talk about god as a family we're going to learn to actually pray together as a family we're going to learn to actually be spiritual as a family they'll go to church have the pastor say something but they actually spend maybe just a few hours in their whole existence as a family, working on their spiritual development, which is eternity, by the way. That's like everything. That's your your whole existence. But they'll spend hundreds and hundreds of hours on something that once the person leaves high school, they don't even do. They might do in college, they might not. Just this developmental part of their life, hundreds and hundreds of hours focusing their life on sports Yeah, there's some self-esteem issues there, and it's fun to have friends, and my kids did sports too, so nothing necessarily wrong with sports, but make that the most important thing in their life, and yet not spend time on the most important thing, which is that their kids could truly learn how to commune with God, and how to commune with their family, with their brothers and sisters, and with their parents in a spiritual way, where they could pray and And deeply connect with God and deeply connect with each other. Where we could deeply learn as a family to reconcile and talk about the things of God. Where we could learn to solve conflicts and reconcile with each other and deal with things that are difficult. Now we just don't give our energy towards that. The most important thing, the thing that, you know, how do I show love to someone that I'm with and How do I reconcile when there's conflict in the home, that we will spend more time learning how to shoot a basketball than learning how to reconcile or resolve conflict in the home. And you see these examples again and again, the priorities we give. This spring right now, right now there's families actively planning on how they're going to get their yard to look better. And yet their family's in chaos. Their family's in chaos, and yet they're spending hours of their time and hours of their money on how to get the yard to look better, or how to remodel the garage, or how to remodel their their bathroom, or what kind of vacation they're going to plan, and their family can't communicate. I'm a strong advocate for counseling, and not just you know. Well, we get together and we pray a little bit. I, I, frankly, it doesn't even have to be Christian counseling. Just count. I'm. I'm. Spend your best money not on another remodel of your kitchen. Spend your best money on making it so you can communicate as a couple with some good couples counseling or marriage counseling or family counseling. We're not spending our best energy and effort on the things that matter. At least that's what I see. I see it again and again and again. I remember sitting with a guy in his room, at his house. His marriage was in disarray. There were some deep problems. There were some deep addiction problems. And this is a long time ago. And I remember saying to him, I was like, you know, you, you need to do whatever it takes. Sure, I'm going to pray with you. And. Sure, we're going to believe that God can transform your life, but you need to get the best counseling money can buy. You need to do whatever it takes. You need to spend your best energy on healing this family. And I remember him looking me in the eyes and saying, I can't afford that. And I laughed out loud because I was sitting in the largest house in our church. I was sitting in this large house. His kids were in private school. And I laughed out loud and I said, are you kidding me? You can't afford counseling. You're in kids are in private school. You live in this house. What are you talking about? If your family's healthy, you'd live in a tent. You wouldn't care. If you and your wife loved being together, if your kids loved connecting with each other, if you truly had the ability to talk and reconcile and deal with conflict, you wouldn't care what your house looked like. You wouldn't care whether your kids were in private school. You wouldn't care what kind of car you had. And you wouldn't care where you went for vacation. Because you had connection and love and care for one another. We spend our energy on the wrong things. We spend our time and our energy on the wrong things. We spend our time and our energy on the wrong things. And so for me, it's not about the... I, I, I get it. I see people on social media and they're just, you know, they're upset. at. And by the way, I'm not a fan of our president right now. I think he's, as, as a person, I do not think he expresses the character of Christ. But I see people, they can just obsess about our president every day and give all their energy towards that, but not focus in on the fact that maybe their marriage needs energy. Or maybe their children need energy. Or maybe their church needs some energy. Or maybe their neighbors need some energy. Or maybe they need some energy. Maybe focus in on that reality. Like, I'm not healthy. Like, I know right now, right now, I, some people have stopped listening because this is the most boring podcast they've ever listened to, and Doug is just ranting. But I know there's someone listening right now who you have a problem. You have an addiction. There's an area of your life that's out of control. And even when I used addiction, you're like, well, it's not an addiction, but you know what I'm saying, right? It's out of control. There's a behavior that is controlling you. I don't know if it's drinking, I don't know if it's drugs. I don't know if it's the internet, but there's a way that you're living your life that you know this is not what God created you for. You just know this is not, it's a way you deal with other people. It's the way you relate to the world, whether it's self-destructive or whether it destroys others. And instead of dealing with that thing, which is very important, like until you deal with that, nothing else is really going to matter. You're spending your best energy on everything else, and and here's a sign that I know you need help. If you're defending against that right now, if you're saying, "Oh, Doug, you know, like you're mad at me," and you're like, "Don't say that about me," and it's not true, then I know it's true. And you can spend all your energy crusading against what's wrong in the world and crusading against other people and and climbing up that hill with the masses of, we're going to take this hill and we're going to be for Jesus and we're going to do this crusade. But God says, enough. Let's deal with the most important thing. What's going on with you right now? Give your best energy towards that thing that is tearing yourself apart and tearing others apart. The alcohol addiction that's out, out out of control. Well, you don't get drunk that often, but when you do, it destroys things, it harms things. The reality is, I, I know this. Here's the right now, you could do this. You, you could just stop right now and say, What am I giving my energy to? And is it what God wants me to give my energy to? This is one of the, the fundamental problems, and this is why I will never, I will never preach a gospel that every Sunday and every podcast and every radio show, we talk about what's wrong with them, what's wrong with them, what's wrong with them, what's wrong with them. That, that's just garbage. When you grow in Christ, you look at what's going on in your heart. You say, search my heart, search my ways. If there be any wicked way in me, Lord, show it to me. Because the most dangerous person in my life is not you. It's me. The only person I actually have some say in, the only person that I can actually really have the most impact with, is myself. And so many of us are spending our best energy and time and efforts trying to be the policemen of the world instead of dealing with the problem which is us. My attitude. My spirit. My behaviors, my lack of repentance, my unwillingness to grow in the character of Christ. Where are you at right now? By the way, as I'm preaching this, I, I can see the Lord saying, Doug, you need to spend some time and pray and seek me and see that you're, you're crusading against some things, Doug, but there's things in your heart that I want to deal with. I want to deal with some things in you. I want, I want you to deal with the most important things. Because you can rally or you can rail against the world. But there's stuff that I want to deal with in you. Is there something in you that the Lord is saying, hey, you know what? Enough pretending. Enough denial. Let's deal with that. Let's give our best time, our best money, our best resources to the most important problem. Let's deal with that. I know I sound like a fool now because I'll be saying this and other people will be like, oh, this is a great message for someone else. I don't have problems. But I'm here to tell you, you do. And you know a great way to figure it out? Go ask somebody else. Say, hey, is there a problem that I have that I don't recognize? Just say that to other people. Say, is there a problem that I don't recognize that's pretty big that I need to deal with instead of dealing with other things? Just start saying that to other people. And guess what? They'll tell you. I'm just tired of it. Wasting our time on other people's specks in their eyes when we have planks in our own. Aren't you tired of it? Aren't you sick of it? Wasting this life, not growing in our own character as we crusade against others. This might just seem like foolishness to others, but maybe there's one person who'd say, you know, enough is enough. Today I'm just going to repent and say, Lord, help me. I want to grow in you. I want to be transformed by you, Lord Jesus. Come, Lord Jesus. All right, I'm just going to let that show stand. We'll just let it be there and be what it is. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to text me, here's the number, 360-818-4513. 360-818-4513. 360-818-4513. You can also go to the website, fairlyspiritual.org. That's fairlyspiritual.org. Please subscribe through iTunes, or SoundCloud to The Fairly Spiritual Show. I so much appreciate you listening to the podcast and to the radio show as well. May God richly bless you. Now make room for the Lord.